Activate your energy. Welcome to the Activated Authors Podcast, a show where we distill the core principles of what it takes to become a happy, healthy, and productive author, no matter what stage of the journey you're at. I'm your host, Daniel Wilcox. I'm an international best-selling author, as well as an author coach, speaker, and creative entrepreneur. But most importantly, I'm a lifelong student of all things productivity, psychology, and human behavior. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. Without further ado, let's dive in. What is up, Activators? And welcome back to yet another episode of the Activated Authors Podcast. And might I add, the last of the Activated Authors Podcast forever in 2022. So I am your host, Daniel Wilcox, and joining me every single week is... It's a slightly confused Sam Frost, because don't we have another podcast after this? No, the the next one is in the new year. Got you, it's because we're both of those. I'm slightly confused by my life. That's fine. Hi, I'm Sam Frost. (laughs) I don't know shit, and I'm here to stay. Hey, it's always um, it's always interesting getting to like this time of the year and looking at when the podcast is going to air because obviously like it, it just flows with a calendar and whatever day we mm-hmm. choose to put it on. But this one, as it goes live, will be Boxing Day. So Merry Christmas to everyone oh, who celebrated yeah. yesterday. If you're listening to this in March, then I I don't know what I've got for you. It's currently well, the 26th was no, it was currently the 22nd as we're recording this. Yeah. Um, and full disclosure, we are doing a double bill recording because obviously we don't want to be worrying about work over Christmas and we want to spend time with like family and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, kind of, you know, in and out. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we are doing a bit of a double whammy back-to-back recording. So it does mean that the intros might be a little bit different to what you're used to. This one won't be. The next one will be. Yes. Just future, future planning for the 2nd of January when everyone listens to this at once. So yeah. There you go. What's going on, Sam? I followed that completely. I know. I'll tell you what's going on is that I'm getting way too close to 40. And my body's reminded me of this today by giving me a mild hangover after consuming two Mm -hmm. cans of Strongbow yesterday. Yeah. And you are pretty close to a fire as well. Just be careful of your hair. Yeah. I'm pretty hot. Mm -hmm. It's not really. (laughs) (laughs) I like that your ring light is reflected on the TV. So it kind of looks like the one ring. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I threw it in there, but so far. It's not doing anything. It's just staying there. But no, I'm okay. I'm still extremely tired. She says, and then yawns. I've got tummy cramps for, it's probably part of the hangover. I don't know. I'm just like, I'm old and I'm broken physically. Mentally, I'm also old and broken, but I hold them in on different plates. So sometimes one can be better than the other. How are you doing? Um, I'm doing all right. I um, I kind of accepted at the end of last week that I was done with trying to do um, like more things to fit into this year. Mm-hmm. And I went full on into um, planning mode and reflection mode and um, feel feel a hundred percent the better for it. So I've been. And it's kind of you know appropriate we're recording these episodes because um, obviously, well, this episode we're going to be looking back at the past year, um, mm-hmm. both sort of personally and also you know with activated authors. And then the next episode, which will be on the 2nd of January, will be all about goals and things for the year ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we've said this multiple times on this podcast to the community, to like each other, like this year has been a decade. Um, and so I I made use of uh, a suggestion that came into the community last year from uh, Meg Jolly and has been used by a lot of different people this year, which is um, the year compass. I need to look up who that's by. It is by, because I've got it right here uh made loved by an international team in budapest hungary it's just called year compass um and the idea of that being you download it and it kind of prompts you into reflection and then prompts you into you know things to consider for the year ahead mm-hmm. and like i've done i've done a few of these in my life and i've done some of my own and there is just something about well what, one of the most powerful things that i did from this um and i realized we're kind of just diving straight into the topic mm-hmm. um one of the, the best parts that i did from this was um it tells you to go back through your calendar from January 1st and literally just look at the year that has gone by. Um, and we will dive into this further, but suffice to say like so much stuff I'd forgotten about yeah. that happened this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if that's still like lingering repercussions from the pandemic. I don't know if part of it is just, you know, getting older. Um, but there's something, there's been something about this year. I've spoken to too many people who have had the same feeling and thoughts about just, the taffy-like state of 2022. Yeah, it's been grim, mate. Have you eaten taffy? Yeah, I love it. It's so nice. I think I have once. I think it was, like, I enjoyed it, but I think it was strange. Yeah, it's a very soft texture. Like an airy, soft starburst. 
yeah it's stringy and chewy and fluffy and it's like yeah 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 we don't really That's get what it's like it's like yeah 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 i also this very side now i also once bought um, a packet of kool-aid from america just to try it i and love it- how kool-aid it's so sweet yeah yeah it was like add eight spoonfuls of sugar to this packet and i was like what yeah it's well, like yeah. tablespoons as well. Yeah, yeah, ladles. Yeah, <laughs> just pour sachet into a one kilogram bag of sugar, a drop of water, and then chew. <laughs> um, oh my god, what's going on? Uh, do you have do you have a takeaway? Our final takeaway of the year. Much like you, I've kind of I've put work down, um, and I've been focusing a lot on kind of Christmas stuff. I've been painting, um, Christmas cards and kind of wrapping up. Wrapping up, if you will. Mm. Um, hey. Thank you. I don't know if I deserved it, but thank you. Um, <laughs> I think it's because I was slow to it. I was congratulating <laughs> myself for finally getting there. Well done, Dan. Oh, that was that was a little funny. <laughs> um, wrapping. Uh. But yeah, no, I, honestly, I I think I would be um, amiss to kind of just say yes. I've got a takeaway. This, this week has just been me focusing on on Christmas, so I guess. If I'm gonna pick something, here comes the yarn. <laughs> if I'm gonna pick something, it would just be that like focusing on my personal life this week, the world didn't fall apart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fair. That's How a win. About you? Um I think mine um is kind of a conglomeration expansion of lots of other points that have been going on, which is again in that kind of moment of stopping putting everything down and reflecting. And I mean like truly truly reflecting on on this year on what I want to do going ahead on like just my personal circumstances on you know family stuff like just taking everything into account mm. um there has been a little sort of I guess switch in direction in my head um that feels very very good in this moment um, yeah. I'm aware that like you know there's a whole back and forth I do kind of definitely in my head see my end of ghostwriting and into full-time doing meanness as this like swinging pendulum of what the hell do I do now yeah. I feel like it's starting to get to some kind of um slowdown with any luck um but a lot of it is sort of I've had a lot of revelations in understanding myself more um sort of being accountable for myself and mm-hmm. um really like I'm trying not to say too much because so much of it will go into like next week's episode um but yeah, I mean, some of it is just the direction of the business and kind of like where I derive pleasure from a lot of the things that I do. Some of it is in a realization that uh, so much of the stuff I've been reading, so much of the stuff I've been watching has been subconsciously influenced by other, not other people, but like, I guess, I guess in a way other people um, to the point that I'm not, I know that I'm not watching them for myself. Mm. That makes sense. So I've started sort of really like trying to stop watching repeats of Peep Show and watch some things that I've been wanting to watch for ages. Like I've got like, I've collected a list of books that I want to read next mm-hmm. year. Um, because yeah, I think, I yeah, because there are like, and I, I mean this in like, I, well, I don't mean this in any offensive way, but there are like certain authors that I see doing lots of, well, excuse me, <laughs> doing lots of circuits um, in like the influencer spheres and they're very like hot off the press and all this kind of stuff. I get to a point sometimes where I'm like, oh, I must read some of them to know why, like, why they're, they're doing so well. And then honestly, like some of them I read and they're just a disappointment. Mm-hmm. And, I'm like, well, partly that's because they're not really in my subgenre. Um, and like, I shouldn't feel compelled to have to read these to set up because I no. find the books that I want to read. And also, if I don't like the book, just put it down after a couple of pages. Like, yeah. I, I still feel this overwhelming obligation to finish a book once I started it. Mm-hmm. And it just shouldn't be the case because who's got the time for it? Yeah, right. So. Also, like, I think seeing something a lot is a reflection on the marketing not necessarily the content mm-hmm. so yeah there have been certain and i'll say there have been certain books that have like done the rounds and like won awards and stuff and i've read them and been like i don't get it mm-hmm. it's just I, that's my opinion like i get like other people love it but there are certain ones i'm just like i i feel like there are other things that are much more worth it anyhow this can go down a whole like rabbit hole um but yeah that's kind of my key takeaway is um a lot of self-actualization um our win from this week, uh, don't read stuff as you're saying stuff, it confuses the word you're saying. Our win from the week from the community uh, comes in the form of Madame Galon, uh, our wonderful Renee, who um, I've read this one and it probably brought a smile to my face because mm-hmm. uh, basically, in short, when she went to her husband's Christmas party, which is normally a, an awkward affair, 
and um, was just hounded by people asking if she was the writer that everyone keeps going on about and saying that they've read her books and that family members have read her books and they've loved it. And like, I, I think it's, it's uh, what's the word? I think it's very hard to say like how rare those encounters are, especially as an indie author. Because obviously if you're like a big face like King, you're probably going to get recognized. But like on this kind of level for people that you actually know to mm-hmm. um, you know, recognize what you do is like a huge deal. So super, super happy for Renee. Yeah. That's real That's cute. Awesome. Um, very side story, just for people who are interested. Uh, <laughs> I, the, one of the, well, the first encounter I had of anyone who recognized me and my work was <laughs> someone who came to my house to buy a guitar off of me. Mm-hmm. And I, like it came out of nowhere. Was it like, are you Daniel Wilcox? She wrote like when winter comes, and I was like, yeah, yeah, I am. And I'm suddenly going like, oh my god, this person's in my house. <laughs> they know where I live. It's not just like an encounter on the street. It's like, oh, um, better get a, a ring cam for the front door. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, yeah, that was um, that was fun. I guess. Yeah. It's time to get into the topic. Sure. Yeah. So welcome everyone to the end of 2022 or as far as like the activated authors podcast goes mm-hmm. um and yeah in this episode me and sam are essentially just going to cover some of our reflections on this year uh there might be some structure to it there might not um obviously we're <laughs> very different people and how we arrange uh, our reflections and our ways ahead are different so um i'm not sure of the best way to do this but i think um broadly speaking let's let's start with sam how do you if you do reflect on the previous year is it something that you often do or no um, it's just because I force you to for this podcast yeah kind of <laughs> um I'm not great at reflecting uh whenever I get like a planner or whatever that has the like reflect on your week section it's always blank um hmm. I don't really know why I often like will plan the next week and spend a lot of time doing that and then just kind of ignore the reflecting part um I don't necessarily think it's the best thing in the world to do that this is not me being like I think reflecting is bullshit because I don't I think like it like it's genuinely like a very wise thing to do um it's just I often get caught in the headspace of um I don't have time for this yes um much like you know if I'm on a deadline for something I don't have time to get out of my pajamas. I don't have time to do anything other than sit down and do the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's kind of how I feel about reflecting. Like I don't have time to reflect. I'm moving forwards. Um, I think as well as someone as like a trauma survivor, looking back is always a bit like I'm good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. I'm gonna keep looking this way. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so like all like basically what I've done um, is I have just split it into highs and lows and um personal and professional that's that's just what I've done and I just kind of went through my Instagram and looked at photos to remind me of oh I love that like what the like you know what's happened and and that kind of stuff so yeah I've done that I mean I don't know whether you want me to start whether you want to say how you tend to yeah let's let's get to that in in, in a second yeah yeah um I do want to say like the Instagram thing I I really like and you know, it might not be a conscious thing, but like the ability to be able to look back and see the snapshots and suddenly go like, oh yeah, I was in that state, in that space, doing that thing at that time. Like that was one of the reasons I started my Instagram account (laughs) originally is to kind of document my my writing journey. And Mm so I I don't archive any images. I don't, I just leave everything out on the table because like if people scroll back right to picture one, you can see like shitty art that I put together, like the first project that was going to be called Western Confession, which is a stupid name. Um, But for me, I love seeing that journey and like knowing how far I've come. So like Instagram can be a really good tool for that. Um, but yeah, I mean, for for me, so like, I I never used to reflect really. Um, it's something that and people who have followed me for a while will know know this so that, like name a lot. But like, I I got from Luke Condor um, when I started working with him on on books and things and seeing how he operates. The goat and um, yeah, I mean, reflection. I, I don't think it's until you really appreciate the value of what it can bring that mm. it starts to feel worthwhile. Because I was the same. It was very much like must go forward. Things are forward. Life is forward. Um, and it's not necessarily saying like you have to like relive everything that's happened over the past year. But I think there's something in stopping and taking note and just looking at those moments that puts into perspective where you're at now um, and also like where you could go based off some of the mm-hmm. stuff you've done. Because this year for like, well, everyone <laughs> probably has been a fucking roller coaster. 
and yeah. like i've got like uh, as part of the compass most of that is um you know what are the highs from that what are, like the core memories if you think of like the inside out film like the the yellow orbs mm-hmm. um but then it does also put on there like what are some of the bigger challenges and i think it's good to have that contrast of like what have you overcome because where to be to, to be in this point to be sitting down to be looking at the paper and going like how is life is looking back at those challenges going i've overcome this like it was mm. hard maybe it's not over but like i've i've gone past those parts yeah. um <clears throat> or it might be a reminder if you're stuck in the hard part that like easier times have been and therefore will come again mm-hmm. um and so yeah reflection now is is something that i do well i try to do annually i got really peed off last year because i didn't start being able to do reflection until february because of covid yeah um but, but it's one of those things now that I try I, I do pretty much annually mm-hmm. and I do want to work in um a bit more to like quarterly and potentially monthly um because mm-hmm. I found that the way I've been using reflection at the minute is very much on an ad hoc basis it's normally when I'm in massive overwhelm and I just need to stop but yeah. I will then journal and write a bunch of pages and reflect and look at like you know realignment and all that kind of stuff and then mm-hmm. I use that to talk to me forward um but I think doing that on a more regular basis could be very very beneficial so mm-hmm. uh, something to potentially incorporate but yeah i think if um you're happy to yeah. go through some of yours and then i'll go through some of mine and then we can kind of you know chat and converse and all that kind of stuff but over to you samantha first okay jokies well i'll start with like the personal stuff because that's just at the top of my list um so i've got a few things here um i put beating my fear um, so basically, at the beginning of this year, the the word I was thinking of for this year was uh, beta or beta. I never know how you say it. Um, and at the end of the year, I think that it's apt. Like it, it definitely was um, <laughs> a trial. Um, but I think I think more the word that fits this year now that I've lived it is crucible. Um, like it has been a, a you know a crucible it, it, and there was without going into um too much detail or like you know bringing in other people's stories there was a person that for a very long time I've held a lot of fear around um and I was forced this year through circumstance to confront that fear um and it took a while <laughs> and there was lots of I just want to hide and like you know many panic attacks and much darkness but at the end of it I have come out the other side and I no longer have fear of that person um and I think I don't agree necessarily with when people are like you know the things that happen to you make you who you are. Like it makes you stronger because I think that's giving too much credit to like our souls that do things that should never have happened. I think what adverse situations do um, is actually make you find things in yourself that were always there. Mm. Um, And so I'm proud of myself for getting through that because that was horrendous but I consider it a high now because I've beaten it. Um, And, you know, when I have to interact with this person, that's, I'm not coming from a place of fear anymore. Yeah. Uh, So that was huge for me. Um, Then I put Miles's minifigures. He's done this thing this year where just, he keeps making me a little Lego minifigures of like characters that I like. He made me a little Ron Swanson, he made me a little Katniss Everdeen. He like keeps just like will pop into my room and he's made me a little minifigure and it makes me very happy and smiley and that was really sweet and I've enjoyed that <laughs> very much. Um and then I I like I don't know I don't know how whether you want me to go through all of all of this and then like if you want me to like edit some out or or what. Yeah, go for it. Okay. Um I went on holiday this year and it was lush. Nice. Mm-hmm. It was like incredible. I, well, I've written accepting I'm not, accepting I'm not an other of life and living my life my way. 
so like for the longest time I always feel felt like I was kind of on the outside looking in you know like when I went to drama school I was going through a lot of stuff um and then I very quickly afterwards like fell pregnant and kind of felt like I was trapped watching my friends like go to auditions and get jobs and seeing them on the tv and like I walked to the train station one day and there was someone from my class like on a massive fucking billboard and I was just like yeah seems right like I've got you know like baby vomit on my sweater and I'm just looking at it um and I very much felt like I'd slipped through the cracks yeah um and something my therapist said really kind of like reframed the way I looked at at that. So it's just the idea of like, it's not a case of I don't get to do that stuff. It's a case of I live that every day, the things that I do, the choices that I make. Um, and so I just, yeah, it's just that realigning of like, I am living my life. I'm choosing the way I live it. And it is authentic because, you know, yeah it's me yeah um yeah uh good god that goes into that my life my way I very much felt um like that I've been held seen and heard this year um and that's a big thing for me to just to like allow someone to do it (laughs) normally when I feel like someone's getting close to me I want to punch them in the face and run away um, <laughs> yep. and like you know that's not been the case this year so I've been very fortunate to 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 oh, I don't know how to say it but yeah there we go um yeah so that's kind of like there's a few more bits and pieces but they're kind of like the main things that, that like stuck out to me um I've got like some you know, some less fun stuff like insomnia and weight gain, like struggling with like my finances because I keep doing the, the lesson will be repeated until it's learned cycle. Yeah. Um, just there's been lots of illness and exhaustion um, and kind of grappling with becoming the mother of a new teenager. Um, and yeah, lots of lots of other kind of personal crap in the background that I don't want to bog everybody down with. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's like personal wise. Um, that's pretty much. Oh no, I've got Ukraine here. I know technically yeah. that's professional, but I'm really proud of that thing. So yeah. like it's that like bled into my, like my personal because just, I remember us both being in such a dark place. Mm-hmm. And like, even though it kind of like killed us a little bit because of the amount of work that was done so quickly, that's something that like I'm genuinely really proud of. That and, was it here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 And just before I hand the baton over, I've got one thing that is straddling both categories, um, which is stepping into my power mm-hmm. because. I always thought of stepping into your power as like you do it once and you're there and it's good and you move from there. But it that's not how it that's not how it works. It's a constant thing and it's fucking terrifying. Um, so like it it's it's both good and bad. <laughs> yeah, there's always something to conquer. I think um it doesn't necessarily like the context is slightly different, but Simon Sinek talks about the infinite game, mm-hmm. which is the idea of there is no end goal. Like the game is the end goal. Um, and that is the end goal. Death is the end goal for all of us. It comes to us all. <laughs> um, <laughs> every week, like somehow. Um, but yeah, I, I like the uh, the stepping into the power thing. And like, yeah, I think I got to that. And also um, you mentioned about the, the weight gain thing. And that's something that I've definitely had this year as well. And I just wanted to like, while it was fresh in my mind, I, I recorded with my sister on her podcast this week, talking about food and all that kind of stuff. Food freedom Ooh. with Becca podcast for people who haven't checked it out. Um, and one of the things that we spoke about, and that was, I think the question was along the lines of, um, have you ever suffered with sort of bad body image? And actually, I, one of my answer kind of took a little shape from one of your poems from this year. So like <clears throat> this idea that, excuse me, my throat is going weird and croaky. Um, but this idea that 
like yes of course like everyone in some way will suffer with some kind of body image um but the difference is uh i don't regret my choices that have got me to where i currently am because mm-hmm. that my body tells the story of what this year has been mm-hmm. so although like i am arguably heavier than i've been um for a long time um part of that being the fact that weight isn't always the best measurement i have been working out a lot the last couple of months but also like it's been a year where i've not focused fully on food and exercise because personal challenges have demanded my attention elsewhere and you cannot do all the things at once like do i wish i would have had like an exercise and a nutrition uh, routine and a habit set in place absolutely but it wasn't and so because of that like certain things have suffered um yeah. i'm not angry about that it's just it's a thing that happened and it's a thing that should i wish to i can fix um, yeah. i would just like to put just because i meant to at the time and i completely forgot just put a little disclaimer on the on the weight thing which is that like when i say like for me it was a low i don't mean that like being a certain weight um should be like an end goal or whatever like to me I know the weight or around the weight that I am where I feel happy and confident in my skin Mm -hmm. and that's different for everybody so I just I just wanted to make that very clear that like I assume I'm speaking for both of us (laughs) um that like when we're talking about like weight and like exercise or weight loss or whatever it's it's not coming from a place of like this is how you should look or this is what it takes to be a happy healthy person it's very much a personal thing for for me as to that I just wanted to I didn't yeah. want anyone to feel like shamed or anything like oh. that by me bringing that up no I, I don't think that would have been the case at all but um appreciate the clarification <laughs> um so yeah I mean some of mine um so uh I'll kind of um shout out this this year compassing just because I do think it's quite a good structure um but they divide it into like personal life and family career uh, friends and community relaxation hobbies uh, and creativity physical health and fitness habits that define you mental health and self-knowledge and a better tomorrow so in terms of service and stuff um and yeah i'm not i i've got a screenful to be honest which i was really surprised that i would have managed to put out but again like that's one of the nice things about going back through the calendar mm-hmm. is a reminder of the stuff that has happened this year so um like just some bits and pieces like i took bailey up to lincoln cathedral because they had the moon exhibit and it was like a big massive scale uh, model of the moon that was all lit up and it was gorgeous and like it's, it's just one of those moments i was just like that is like i'm happy with that because we got like um Joe, like the pictures of the leaning uh tower of pisa that people get we did that mm-hmm. but him holding up the moon which was oh. awesome um yeah i went to like i took him to like a, a boat festival like i've made the effort to be at all of his major things which is like just fundamentally to my core like one of the things that i just i'm i pride myself on mm-hmm. um surprisingly i saw much more of friends than i thought that i had and had some quite big events like weddings and camping trips and things um this year which like i'd forgotten about that happened this year that kind of made me feel better about feeling like i hadn't made the effort to see friends um i took my first real time off in about four years so i actually took about i think it was close to three weeks Mm -hmm. of not doing work over summer which like this is one of those moments where in reflection like I really like try and take time to sit with that because I remember um stepping into a manager role around 2017 in my old job and basically by 2019 I hadn't had more than like two like working days off in a row um and then I managed to take a few days off before I then went full-time uh in this author business like and yeah like I've not really taken proper proper time off like I'd had sort of like four or five days here and there, but this was, this was three weeks that I was able to. And like, it was one of those that like, in a way I was kind of pushed into it because it was like, my body would not go anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, like nothing suffered because of it. Like all of those worries and doubts that you have about taking time off because of X, Y, Z, like half the time they don't really matter. No. Um, and obviously that's not a flat rule, but no. It makes me, it not makes me, it reminds me, um, we had a conversation, it feels like 10 years ago, but I've only known you mm-hmm. for like two, um, <laughs> when I said to you, like, I'm going to get you to take time off. Yeah. And you was like, haha, good luck. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, there was almost like a painful pride. Yeah. Because like, let's not let's not kid ourselves. In like 2020, 2021, I was 
very much portrayed myself and was the guy that was like writing book after book after book and doing this after this. And 2020, I was working weekends. I was like struggling all over the place because I was what always else was there to do. <laughs> well, that, but also I was constantly aware that, you know, at certain points I was going to have Bailey and then be like home tutoring and stuff. So it was like squeeze yep. it in when you can, because like everything was so unpredictable. Mm. Um, and so there was this almost moniker of like, I was that nose to the grindstone guy. And like, I still do work hard when I work, um, but in taking all that pressure off, like just everything has benefited mm-hmm. like in so many ways. Um, I'm so really yeah. proud of you. Thank you. I'm proud of me too. Um, so yeah, taking time off. Uh, another very sort of noteworthy thing on here is that I packed in the ghostwriting this year, um, mm-hmm. which like, I'll, I, don't, I don't know if I've said this out loud um, or, or shared this on the podcast, but like, I don't, I don't regret the ghostwriting at all like it's it was definitely oh, yeah. purpose and I learned a lot from it um as I got towards the end of it I began to kind of complain a lot more just because of like well finger pain for a start like I was doing a lot of writing um I also like I want to be known for my writing and obviously when you ghostwriting and I think I ghost wrote close to like 40 books in the last like two years um you, you're not known for that you, you put the work out it's other people they benefit from that um and yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I'm like beyond thankful to the clients that I had to the books that I've worked on. And like, I see them out there now. And like, they're like, some of them are getting like thousands of stars and things, which is like really rewarding to see like people enjoying the stuff. Um, but it just, it just wasn't for me anymore. And it gets to that point where, you know, I, I've spent the last half many years, like trying to inflate my ghostwriting, uh, my, my personal work too high than when my ghostwriting was income wise. So I can then transition out. Um, and even though it was, arguably risky at this point like I went for it because like my happiness trumps everything else yes um, and, the, and the time that I benefit back means that I can put more towards work and other things so packing in the ghostwriting pretty huge um I did write six ghostwritten books this year um all before June July um I've got a bunch of other stuff I, I wrote my first solo novella this year for a while that is uh, well nearly two of them but uh, one in particular is literally like I'm not I didn't write it to market I didn't write anything commercial it's just literally like my book um that mm-hmm. I'm hoping to bring out early next year uh, and I've got some things in the background that's working but like it's mine and I'm incredibly proud of it um I know you've you've read an advanced copy yes. and Incredible. thank you um and then like loads of oh, I'm kind of bleeding here over into work but I'll just kind of pack my way down the list um like obviously we we reached 108 episodes of next level authors podcast this year um, yeah that was this year like we wrapped up march i think it was around my birthday um around so, my birthday yeah <laughs> so yeah we, we end up with 108 episodes of next level authors podcast this year we started this activated authors podcast which is kind of um a legacy continuation of the great right share podcast um uh i think I don't know if i've said this one out loud but i'm going to say it um one of the things that i was working on this year that i ended up sort of uh turning down for a couple of reasons but i will be doing next year um i was chosen to speak at a tedx event um and so that with any luck will be rolling over into next year which again like for me like very very flattering mm. um very well deserved as well may i say thank you um and yeah there was like a, there was a situation in which i was working on a project with a couple of people that looked very promising um and then it became a case of choosing 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 between um like money or my own integrity and I chose integrity which I have no regrets for because like given responses of people it's it's worked out for the best for everyone (laughs) in the long run um I sat on a panel at Chillicon which is the Hover Writers Association's conference that happened in in the UK um across from a guy that directed one of Stephen King's film which was like mad um got a new tattoo I have uh what else we got lots of painting new pokemon game that was <laughs> and that's that's a win only because um it's the first pokemon game in which you can play with other people in the same world mm-hmm. and bailey has been obviously like into pokemon for years and i always love the start of getting a new game and going through and playing it and like i'm, I'm huge on that and to have the chance to do that with my son and to play together step by step and work through the game was like just incredible mm-hmm. um and then the last couple that I've got down here, uh, Discovered Dimension 20 podcast. Oh, so good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Big fan of that. Um, Big I've also, got, energy. 
Yeah, I've also got uh, the Ukraine campaign on here, which technically wasn't an activated author thing. Um, but oh no, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like we raised nearly fifteen thousand pounds around uh, March April time. Massive. Um, I got a dog, uh, which is something I wanted to do for a few years. Mm-hmm. And also, I, I don't know. I've said this sort of out loud um, anywhere really, but uh, I've launched my own charity. <laughs> <laughs> so uh writersforhorror.org is um a service for horror authors in which all the money raised for any purpose is going to go back into serving the horror community so it's um it's technically a community interest company which basically um run by the same rules as charities uh with a couple of slight differences but it's something that i've been wanting to do for a while and means that anything like that that sort of ukrainian campaign um i can run on a very legitimate platform mm-hmm. and so at the minute it's very you know, early days at the minute, we've got a Discord group with horror writers slowly making their way in, chatting about books and films and writing and all that kind of stuff. Uh, very, very specific for horror. And yeah, it's 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 a growing thing that I'm just chipping away in the background. Um, Julie from Activated Office is involved. Daisy's involved. Uh, we've got Stephen Helmig from over in, in the States involved as well. And it's it's going well so far. A bit of a bumpy start to begin with, but it's it's rolling. So yeah, I also am now coordinating a charity as well. <laughs> So yep. been a year. Yep. Been a long old year. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I mean, do you have any more uh, on you say that was that was that your personal list? You got businesses as well? Yeah, that was that was um mostly that was yeah, most of my personal list. So yeah, profession um professionally. Um so I started my own business. Um I'm hoping to like do something with that next year. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, no, I um I found the path that I'd been looking for to because you know, I I've wanted for a long time to just work for myself and be able to do that in bed. Um and now I can, should I choose, which I have chosen because I launched my own business. Um yeah. so that's kind of huge. Uh joining this podcast. Yeah, because that uh, you know it's nice. It's uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, my I've also written down my poetry book. Um, so sent that off. Um, to be what's the word I'm looking for? Edited, approved. Thank you. Um, and then I've written not doing nano down. Ah, <laughs> yep. <laughs> that was huge for me. Yeah, yeah. And very That's why I'm laughing because I know how big that was. Mm-hmm. Um, I chose to focus on the continuation of a project instead of like looking at the shiny thing that I knew I could do and impress people. Mm-hmm. Um, and as so someone... proud of you for that, like I know it sounds Thank weird. You. But <laughs> proud of you for that. The fact that you stuck with it as well because every day that went past, I was like, "There's still like 15 days. Like she could jump in." And for context for people that might be new to the podcast, when um, I started my uh, writing boot camps um sam crushed nano in was it 14 days the first year 15 yes 14? 13 14 and then it was like 11 in the second year it was 11 the second year. yeah and so like there there is a competitive element and a point of pride of maintaining that and mm-hmm. like i think that no one beats it and yeah like you stuck with it so proud of you yes thank you it was not fucking easy <laughs> uh, <laughs> um yeah, especially because like I'm someone that's kind of motivated by um, outside validation. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not something I'm like hugely proud to admit. Um, and it's definitely I know myself. <laughs> yeah, I know myself. Um, <laughs> it is something that I'm like for a long time have been taking steps towards shifting the locus of like validation internally. But we're a long way off. And so like it would be remiss of me to act like that wasn't a huge part of. Yeah why I wanted to do it because you know when people say like you did a good job it makes me happy yeah and like that it's something that I know that I can fucking smash out in a stupid amount of time and people go ooh, and you know makes me feel good um and then I've written like vlogs and blogs so I you know I did um some of those this year I would like very much like to continue um doing that stuff but I'll go into that more in the next episode um and then I've just got like a few kind of 
like lows with, when it comes to that. So, for example, like with the business thing, just like constant doubt mm-hmm. that I would be able to find a way. Um, and then, you know, that that like crushing weight that comes every now and again of like, well, you're not like other people and you, you're not consistent in a way that is the um, consistent with most people and like trying to deal with people that don't understand like what I'm trying to do or who I am. And that's all been like a lot around that. But ultimately it it goes in, it goes in the highs because I did do it. Um, And I have found a way and, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of pride for me in that because one of the big things with uh, mental health recovery is that like you realize very quickly that when you take a step forward, you don't want to take the step forward as sick as that sounds. A lot of the time you're like, but it's safer here. And so to, for me to like fully step out and be like, no, I'm doing this. I'm living my life. Like I refuse to be a victim Mm -hmm. of the things that happened to me. um, And, you know, circumstances that aren't my fault. Like, I don't have to look like everyone else and process things the same way as everyone else to have a life that is fulfilling and satisfying and like big and glorious for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, ultimately I think that's kind of, you know, the big one um, is just that like, when, like for example, when I got my like business card, my bank business card through, I had like a proper little freak out. And like when, I got the email from the accountant saying like it's set up. Like I just cried. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it's very difficult, obviously about context, but I know cause we've, we've spoken about it a fair bit, but like to say how big that obstacle was for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It felt. It didn't feel like an obstacle. It felt like a wall, like, yeah, it felt like a dead end. It really did. Um, Yeah. And like huge thanks to like Meg. Yeah. 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 Who broached the, the, like the solution that I'm going with massive thanks to you for just constantly like reminding me, like there is a way, there is a way you will find a way and just, yeah. And just uh, being part of the activated authors community because you know this year has been rough for everybody yeah <laughs> but we're also there for every everybody so yeah. yeah that's that's kind of like the bulk of mine i love it i, I, I definitely will be um touching on the activated office community in a minute because i think it definitely deserves a shout out before the end mm-hmm. of the year um i think it's only fair as well that i touched on like a couple of like my my challenges and you know for most of them were personal some of them were professional um and obviously like there are certain details i can't go into because of people involved but mm-hmm. um like part of again the encompass three of uh, your biggest challenges one of them is um currently my son lives an hour and 15 minutes away from me which wasn't in the plan to begin with um and it's something that i've definitely had lots of conversations with lots of um sort of processing and talking and stuff because like i'm trying to think how how deep to go into it essentially like when you have a child you don't often like picture a future in which you're not with them every day and um I think it was around maybe it was around sort of five when things got sort of uprooted and again like I'm really I'm trying to be vague here mm-hmm. um and like I moved out of the house and that's been something that as most of my uh male role models are very good male role models in my life my dad is fantastic my granddad is like the epitome of just the perfect like for me the perfect gentleman um and so there's a lot of processing and understanding and um reshaping how you view yourself and how you view your life in that situation to kind of overcome some of that and i've done a lot of work i've moved very far with it like i've had sort of several rounds of counseling and therapy to work through that among sort of other long-standing issues like the fact i can't leave a room in one way for longer than three months which is amazing for people who have been watching this podcast and have noticed i haven't moved a single piece of furniture although i have got new safer i digress you also um, don't have a bookshelf behind you i don't i, I couldn't because of uh, anyhow um i digress <laughs> but yeah like um that has been that has been a real challenge for me to um be this distance um on a regular basis it's something that i'm like working towards some kind of solution that will take some time um 
but that has upset a lot of my eating a lot of my routine a lot of my exercise a lot of my like structure to the point i've had to like try and work out new ways to cope with that and again like we talk a lot in in the community and on this podcast about like the fact that life will throw changes at you and it will just throw curveballs and things and it does and like those things are out of your control but what you can control are like how you put everything together how you mm-hmm. move forward and, and kind of just keep walking um so that's one of them another one uh kind of on that vein as well is like um not only am i like an hour and 15 from bailey like i am quite a distance away from my parents just because of like the locations of where all the families and stuff live um and also like other people that i care about and so it's been tough trying to adjust to where i live and trying to like come around all of that stuff um and then like the final one i've got in here is uh adjusting to full-time solo work so giving up the ghostwriting means that my time is fully my own to create and do what i want at this point which is like incredibly exciting but with that comes a lot of like just unknown and uncertainty and like i'm going in this direction is it the right direction i don't know like a shiny penny and like around the time that that happened a bunch of opportunities also fell into my lap at the same time and me being a year old me grabbed them and like looked at the what i could do with them and some of them fell through some of them are still going forward but i think i didn't realize i I spoke earlier about that pendulum swinging back and forward i didn't realize how much i would need to decompress before i could start moving forward so i said obviously i took um some time off but then I think because I've been running the treadmill for so long, my body really like just sucked up like any energy, like any moment it could to like rest and recover and recoup. And I only really feel like around now that I'm starting to pick up my feet and get the direction and start to go forward with that momentum again. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, that was a, a bit of a curveball, but it's moving forward. And obviously I've been, Lots of positive things for this week. So um, do you have anything else that you want to add on that before we go into like activated authors stuff? No, I think I've pretty much covered everything. Oh, I, 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 the one thing I didn't cover is the fact that like one of my lows is the fact that my tooth broke again. Only like a few months after my dentist kicked me off the NHS list because I was in hospital at the time and missed my dentist appointment. Mm. <sighs> HS is fully functioning perfectly at the minute. Um, so, yeah, I'm currently without <laughs> a corner of one of my teeth and I'm particularly vain, so it's really pissing me off. But yeah, no other than that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so um, we're not going to do, as we say, not going to do too much on like next year because... Um, that's next that's week. A, that's a whole episode that we're going to record. But literally like, next week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for 2023 because that oh. means we're not in this fucking year anymore (laughs) (laughs) we're going to record that in like five minutes as well yeah and so i guess to kind of round off this episode um i we can't really wrap up 2022 activated office podcast without just saying like a massive thank you to everyone in our community so like this year we've had some people new people jump in we've had some old people jump off Mm -hmm. um we've had a lot of people on the trial we've had some people who've stuck with us for like the last two three years and like I, I, I've said this like so many times before, but like I'm just knocked over sometimes and, and, and beyond grateful for like the people that have trusted like yeah. activated authors to help them on their on their writing journey and just like I think it's worth saying that everyone who comes in brings something of value, mm-hmm. which I absolutely love because what activated authors besides obviously helping people with their writing um, is about is really kind of showcasing what it is to be human and giving you a place mm-hmm. to vent to celebrate to show all the different walks of life of people that are creative and just want to write and publish and make things happen. So um, I won't obviously name everyone for the fact that I'll probably end up somehow forgetting someone and be really peed off at myself, but like just a massive thank you to everyone in, in the activated office community. Yeah. You're my family and I love you. Aww. And then also uh, another couple of quick thanks. Um, a huge thanks to um, MEB and to Eden Collier for stepping up and getting more involved in Activated Authors, Activated Authors mm-hmm. Ambassadors, something I didn't see happening this year, but like it's fantastic kind of like seeing the team grow. And then a huge thanks to you as well, Sam, for like jumping on the podcast, co-hosting, for everything you do in the community, for all the sprints that you've ran mm-hmm. and for generally adding the vibe that is Activated Authors. <laughs> so massive thank you to you as well. Oh, thank you. There you go. Shocker. See, there's that validation that she so craves. Um <laughs> I wasn't expecting it. There you go. Um I feel like there might be one more thing, but it's totally slipped my mind. But yeah, just as an overview, thank you to you, the listeners, for 
listening to the show um we officially have reached like over 10,000 downloads this year which for yeah. us is like awesome so thank you for everyone who shares this who listens to it who gets value um reach out drop us an email like get in touch yeah. um as we say every single week the free trial is there for you to trial so for mm-hmm. 30 days you can jump on and just you know experience activate authors get to know me sam and the rest of the guys um and that's there for you but do you just want to i'm just trying to think is it I, I feel oh like- my god i've just realized one thing that i've forgotten go for it one of my like both both personal and professional highlights owning your ass in the christmas quiz oh you there it suck. is there I'm it is are you done for this episode <laughs> fair enough i've just checked my notes and we don't have anything else um on there but no i guess we'll wrap up um this side of 2022 mm. thank you everyone who's been a part of it uh for listening all that kind of stuff again um and yeah we're gonna roll on it over into 2023 any last words for 2022 sam yeah i beat you i was gonna go for a three different words oh, three different words okay <laughs> <laughs> okay um you suck ha! a massive thank you to you the listeners for tuning in we appreciate you and the time you choose to spend with us each and every week as always if you're looking to level up your writing and activate your author career head on over to activatedauthors.com to find out all about our community our resources and everything else that we've got going on one more time from our 2022 versions of ourselves goodbye from myself and goodbye from sam and we will see you next week goodbye next year yeah. Oh, Marty, go! <laughs> 38 miles per hour! <laughs>